Welcome to Space City X-Files. Welcome, dear listeners, to another gripping episode of Space City X-Files. We're so glad to be back with you again for Season 2. We have an astonishing season opener for you, so let the fun begin. Today, we embark on a journey into one of the most puzzling and enduring mysteries in the archives of UFO history. The year was 1980, and the world was in the grip of a new decade. Filled with curiosity and excitement, and an unending fascination with what lies beyond our planet. The incident we'll dive into today isn't just another unidentified flying object sighting. No, this event would lead to a high-stakes legal battle, intense government scrutiny, and lingering physical ailments that would forever change the lives of the witnesses involved. It's a story that intertwines the inexplicable with the terrifying, leaving us with more questions than answers. I'm talking about the Cash Landrum UFO incident, an event that has baffled experts and ignited the imaginations of UFO enthusiasts for over four decades now. It's a story of an unexplained encounter a mysterious object, and a government enigma that sometimes continues to perplex even the most skeptical of minds. In today's episode, we'll explore this incident from every angle, hearing from the witnesses themselves, examining the evidence, delving into the investigations, and weighing the various theories that have attempted to shed light on this incredible event. Are you ready to uncover the truth? Or at least venture as close as we can get to the truth? Well then buckle up, dear listeners, as we journey back to that cold December night in 1980 near my hometown, Houston, Texas, where three innocent people stumbled upon something that defied all explanation. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Space City X-Files episode 21, The Mystery of the Cash Landrum UFO Incident. Now, before we continue our investigation into the Cash Landrum UFO Incident, uh, we'd like to take a moment to express our gratitude to all our listeners at Space City X-Files, we strive to provide the best possible experience by keeping our episodes free of commercials and ads. We rely on your support to help us grow and reach more people who share our passion for uncovering the mysteries of the unknown. If you enjoyed today's episode, we kindly request that you take a few minutes to leave us a review on the platform you're listening on. Your feedback is invaluable in spreading awareness about the show and attracting those new listeners. Additionally, if you would like to make a monetary contribution to support the program, you can visit our website and click on the Support Us tab. Every donation we receive goes directly towards enhancing the quality of our content. We appreciate your consideration and ongoing support. Your involvement ensures that we continue 
to deliver thought-provoking episodes like today's. Thank you for being a part of the Space City X-Files, and we look forward to bringing you more captivating content in the future. This will conclude the announcements. The evening of December 29, 1980, began as a mundane drive for Betty Cash, Vicky Landrum, and Vicky's seven-year-old grandson, Colby. They were headed home through the dense woods near Dayton, Texas, when their lives would take a turn into the extraordinary. As they rounded a bend in the road, a diamond-shaped object suddenly appeared, hovering about treetop level. It was unlike anything they had ever seen. Metallic and ominous, emitting a fiery exhaust from its underside that illuminated the night sky. She mentioned also that the fire would stop at times, and then there would appear something that looked like lightning bolts shooting out from the bottom of it. The object was so brilliant that Betty, being a devout Christian, was convinced that it was the second coming of Jesus himself. She told her companions in the car not to worry, that they would soon be in heaven. At least she hoped. You can't really blame her though. If you know scripture, then you probably read many accounts when a miracle performed by God resembled what some have reported present day in UFO sightings. This alludes to the question, could the ones in previous times have been mistaken about what they were seeing? That's a topic for a whole other episode. For now, let's get back to this account. Now, one thing uh, they became aware of is the car's interior began growing increasingly hot and almost unbearable. The object's glow was so intense that the road ahead was bathed in light, making it appear as if it were daylight. Betty stopped the car and they stepped out to observe, but the heat was even more pronounced outside. As they looked up, they noticed more than 20 helicopters, later confirmed to be military-grade Boeing CH-47s, circling the object. The helicopters, however, were unmarked, and their presence added another layer to the mystery of the encounter. The witnesses described the object as having a defined structure. The upper part was metallic and solid, but the lower part was ablaze, shooting flames downward and emitting an occasional, occasional beeping noise. The combination of light and sound was mesmerizing and terrifying at the same time. Fearing the unknown, they hurried back to the car, and when they grabbed the door handles, they burned their hands as they became so hot from the glowing blaze of the craft. Once in the car, Betty in a panic to get away hit the gas and then came to an abrupt stop causing Vicky to fall forward, catching herself with her hand on the dash. To her surprise, the vinyl material was so heated that her hand sunk into it, burning her and leaving an imprint before she yanked it away. 
Back on the road, they witnessed the mysterious object began to lift, and soon followed by the helicopters fading into the distance. Many other people that night reported seeing the object as far south as Galveston, which is odd, because if you know the area, you know there's an Air Force base not far from the freeway. But for the trio, the encounter was far from over. Their eyes began to water. Their skin felt like it was burning. Nausea set in. The symptoms were immediate. And the terror of the unknown deepened. What had they just witnessed? Was it a secret military experiment? An alien spacecraft? Or something else entirely? The Cash Landrum incident had just begun, and its aftermath would prove to be even more perplexing and distressing than Betty or Vicky could ever imagine. Now, the immediate aftermath of the Cash Landrum incident was an unsettled was as unsettling as the event itself. As Betty, Vicky, and Colby continued their drive home, they began to experience symptoms that were both alarming. And inexplicable. Their eyes burned, their skin felt hot to the touch, and nausea overwhelmed them. Betty, the most affected, began to suffer from a painful headache and soon vomited. It was clear that something was terribly wrong. Now, in the following days, their symptoms worsened. Betty's condition was particularly severe. She was plagued by swelling swelling in the face and arms and joints, blistering and an agonizing sensation that her skin was on fire. A visit to the hospital was inevitable, and she was soon admitted with symptoms likened to radiation poisoning. Code blue, room 305. Vicky and Colby, too, experienced problems, although not as pronounced as, Be- as Betty's. Vicky's eyes swelled, her skin reddened, and young Colby was left terrified and plagued with nightmares. The incident had left physical scars, but the mystery was far from solved. Investigations were launched, both by civilian UFO researchers and military agencies. The witness's car, alleged uh, to have been damaged by the UFO's mission, was examined, showing signs of, of exposure to intense heat. Uh, The presence of the military helicopters led many to speculate that the U.S. government was involved or at least aware of the object. However, despite numerous inquiries and Freedom of Information Act requests, no evidence of military involvement was ever uncovered. Now, the lack of concrete answers led the witnesses to file a lawsuit against the U.S. government for medical expenses. Unfortunately, the case was dismissed due to lack of evidence, leaving them with mounting medical bills and no resolution. The Cash Landrum incident's aftermath is a story of uh, physical suffering. It's a story of bureaucratic obstacles and an enduring mystery that refuses to be explained.
What was the object they encountered? Why did it cause such harm? These questions remain a testament to an event that challenges our understanding of the known and the unknown. Cash Landrum UFO incident has become a subject of extensive debate and speculation. The physical evidence, the presence of military helicopters, and the lingering health effects on the witnesses have given rise to various theories and interpretations. One of the most prominent theories is that the object was part of a secret military experiment. This idea fueled by the appearance of over 20 helicopters the type used by the U.S. military seemingly monitoring or escorting this object uh, led people to believe this. Was it a new type of aircraft being tested or perhaps a uh, recovered extraterrestrial craft being studied by the military? The secrecy surrounding the incident and the lack of concrete answers from governmental agencies have only fueled these speculations. Some UFO researchers have suggested that the incident was a genuine encounter with an alien spacecraft. The unique appearance of the object, the lack of corresponding technology at the time, and the inexplicable health effects lend some weight to this otherworldly theory. Skeptics, on the other hand, have proposed more mundane explanations. Could it have been a misidentified conventional craft? Uh, and the symptoms were merely psychological reaction uh, to a stressful encounter. Could that could that be what it was? While this explanation may seem dismissive, it has been considered by some investigators. The Cash Landrum incident also sits within a broader context of UFO phenomena. It raises questions about our government transparency. Uh, the reality of the unknown technology and uh, really our, our relationship with the unexplained, right? Now, what the incident truly represents may never be fully understood. It continues to be a source of fascination and debate, leaving us to grapple with possibilities that range from the extraordinary to the prosaic. The Cash Landrum UFO incident is a complex puzzle. A blend of fact and speculation that challenges our perceptions and urges us to look beyond the surface. Whether a military secret, an alien encounter, or something else entirely, it stands as a testament to the enduring mystery of this UFO case. Now this UFO incident is, is more than just a mysterious sighting, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, it's a it's a complex situation uh, of of a human experience uh, of government intrigue and a quest for understanding that so many have pursued for years now. More than four decades have passed since that chilling December night, but still, no answers. Now the physical and emotional toll on the witnesses. Betty Cash, Vicky Landrum, and young Colby transformed a routine drive fresh off of the holidays into a lifelong struggle for answers. You know, Betty's health never fully recovered, and the incident left a lasting imprint on all of them. Betty passed away in 98 at the age of 69, 
Vicky passed in 08 at the age of 83, both maintaining that their story was true and never changed it in their remaining years. Colby is still alive, but he deals with the post-traumatic stress from the events that night that changed his life forever. In an interview, Colby states that finding the truth about what happened on that dark road became Betty and Vicky's life work, and they refused to give up on their search for the truth. Perhaps with the several credible whistleblowers coming forward and the recent demand for transparency in congressional hearings, maybe this will yield the results that so many have been waiting for all these years. Betty, Vicky, and Colby are just one party amongst many who wait for validation on their experience. Now, if you've been following along and have heard the testimony of David Grush, then you know the implications of his discovered information. He states that there are several factions in the government and U.S. military that have had alien craft and technology for some time now. One of the main goals was to reverse engineer the technology for their use. What will the situation be when the truth comes out? Well, we wait expectantly for that day. For the meantime, however, despite investigations, lawsuits, and countless inquiries, the definitive answers have remained elusive. The U.S. government's lack of transparency, the inconsistencies in evidence, and the range of theories have only added layers of complexity to the incident, seemingly taking us further away from the truth than what we'd hoped to be. Yet, the Cash Landrum incident is more than just a singular event. It's part of a broader dialogue about our relationship with the unknown. It challenges our preconceptions, invites us to question things, and encourages us to explore beyond the boundaries of conventional understanding. Perhaps the true power of the Cash Landrum story lies in its enduring ability to fascinate, to perplex, and to resonate with those who hear it. It's a narrative that transcends the ordinary, offering a glimpse into the extraordinary. Whether we see it as a military secret, an alien encounter, or a psychological enigma, the Cash Landrum UFO incident remains a profound testament to the complexities of our world and the mysteries that continue to captivate our imagination. Thank you for joining us on this explanation of the Cash Landrum UFO incident. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you would like to give us your take on what happened that night in Texas, feel free to reach out on social media or by email. You can reach us at info at spacecityxfiles.com. Also, if you enjoyed today's show, please take a few moments at the conclusion to leave us a small review and a thumbs up on whatever platform you stream feedback helps us break through those glass ceilings and gives us an opportunity to share our message with truth seekers all over the world we thank you appreciate all your support we'll be back next week with another intriguing episode and hope you come back to join us for now this is Rick Space City X-Files signing off until we meet again keep questioning keep listening and keep exploring thank you for listening to a Space City X-Files production goodbye